All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy Tuesday. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And welcome to The Fifth Thing. Today's quote is from The Good Quote on Instagram. That's what the account's called? Yeah. Oh. So it's just full of like good quotes. So someone had posted and they just reposted them, things not to feel guilty about. And I feel like I've seen this from multiple people. So it's nothing brand new, but it's a great reminder. Like I always like to say, keep it in your back pocket for when you need it. But things not to feel guilty about for not responding immediately to somebody. How do you Mm -hmm. feel about that? I like it. Mm -hmm. For being really good at something. They can't hear you with your mouth wide open. I know, sorry. I was trying to make a noise because I just opened my mouth. I want to talk about that, but keep going. For saying no to things that don't feel good to you, for taking a break, and then for standing up for yourself. Okay, read the second one again. For being really good at something. Okay, I love that because I don't think I've ever heard somebody say you don't have to feel guilty about being good at something. But I also feel, I want to know your feelings on this. I get this sense that like we're not allowed to like compliment ourselves and we're not allowed to like put out there that we are good at something because it it feels like egotistical or narcissistic or something like that. Do you feel that way? I think I have because I downplay sometimes Mm -hmm. what I do or my different skill sets because I'm like, oh, I'm not as good as that Mm -hmm. person or, oh, I don't want to. But in the last year or so, as I've been trying to look at like where I want to go with my career and where I'm focusing my energy and what I'm doing, I'm like, okay, 
I'm good at this, but I do feel more confident in my work and what I'm doing and feeling okay with saying out loud, I'm good at that. Yeah. And it actually gives me confidence going into certain things. I'm good at this and I'm going to go and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kill it. Yeah. And a lot of times people are good at things because they've worked really hard at them and we should be allowed to celebrate that. Right? Yeah. Okay. I really like that. That was a good one. I and like that And you're a good therapist. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Especially in your field. Yeah. Well, your specialty you like, field? What like is it called? in the mental health field. <laughs> well, mental health, but you like, specialize. Like uh, disorders. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay to acknowledge that. Like, yeah, I'm good at what I do because I work really hard mm-hmm. at getting here. How do you feel about not responding immediately? Okay. So funny story. I was listening to a podcast on the way to your house and they were talking about getting these messages like that kind of like shock you like out of the blue and how there's this like feeling where we have to respond right away because there's all this emotion. But the best thing you can do is like sit there and really think through your response. So it kind of makes me think of that because I think a lot of times when somebody reaches out, we put our brains on their timeline versus our timeline. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if we need space to think or maybe we're busy and we don't have time to react to that, it's okay. My thing is I want to make sure, and I'm getting better at it, is not losing the text and then forgetting completely to reply because I do that. And I'm like, there has to be a better system. I wish that iPhone would let you reset your text message. You know, on an email, you can go read it, but then you can go mark unread so that it stays unread so you know to go back. I wish I could add the blue dot back to my messages Mm -hmm. after I've opened it because I'm not ignoring it on purpose. A lot of text messages I get come in on weekday mornings and I'm doing the Bobby Bone Show. It might be a song break, so I might be engaging. But as I'm trying to focus more at my job and realize like, okay, yes, have I had ADHD since I was a child? Yes. But some of my stuff is my own doing, like having my phone out and my computer out. And then I get squirrel, like I'm doing the show and then I'm like, oh, this came in and I start doing this. And then I get in trouble for not focusing at work. And while I can say, oh, but you know me, I have ADD. (laughs) Like that's not cutting it. I'm working on that. I'm doing certain things to improve parts of my brain and I'm seeing it happen. But what's also very aware to me is I have a choice of what distractions can I have around me. So a lot of times I've been keeping my computer shut or my phone down, but song break, I might bust it out. But song break, I might see your text. But then that song's only three minutes long and I don't know yet if I've had time to reply. And then I put my phone down and I don't pick it up for another two hours because I'm focusing. And then I forget to go back because more texts have come in. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yes. And I'm so glad you're saying this because it gives me context of talking to you because sometimes you do respond right away and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then you don't respond. Dark. And then two days later, you're like, oh my gosh, I meant to Yes, but that's why I hate that though but that is also helpful to know that that's what you're doing the other thing though because like the what is the solution to not read it until you have time and space I do that and then I end up having like 50 unread text messages and then I have too much anxiety to go back and read all of them Mm -hmm. so they still get ignored so I don't know what the solution here is. well some people say that that batching is the way to go like you should batch your texts batch your emails like at 2.30, but then I'm like, well, what if you get a text at, you know, 11 a.m. that's important and you need to check your text messages, but it's not your text message time. But maybe you have Mm -hmm. emergency, you have certain people labeled that can get through, but then if it's not, is it really an emergency? 
So if 2.30 to 3 is text messages, or maybe 2 to 3 if you need that Mm -hmm. long, then that's when you boom, 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 knock it all out. And then same thing with emails. Some people, if their job allows it, which everybody has a different type of career that allows different things, but Lisa Haim, who's our friend, I co-host that way. She's got a podcast, The Truthiest Life. Kat and I are both friends with her. But she does emails and she has an automatic reply that if you email her, it'll say, I only check emails Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever the days are, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's the boundary she had to set for herself. And she can sit down on those allotted days and really focus her energy to the email instead of every day being like, bing, 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 to the emails. Mm -hmm. Now, again, her career allows her to do that, but just something to consider. Yeah, I like, I really do like her automated email. I wanted to do that, but I don't think it would fit with my job. Yeah, no, you you have more of a, you have a different job, which to you could, you know, ping me in between clients and then you go dark for an hour. And then sometimes maybe I don't hear from you for like three days. (laughs) And I'm like, what's wrong with Kat? (laughs) Just kidding. I don't know. I might do that. But but that's what I'm working. I'm working on not being able to make sure I carve out the time to go back and make sure that I've replied to everybody. And then another thing that I'm doing at night to be more present at home is I used to kind of just have no boundaries or rules with my phone. If it was seven o'clock, it didn't matter. I'd have my phone out, Instagram, whatever, eight o'clock, 8 p.m., but right before bed. And now I still dabble in that because I mean, things just naturally draw you to your phone at times. But I would say my on average now is I'm not near my phone at night. And I will put put, I just put it down and I either put it on my charger and I am present with the kids. I make sure my show prep is done at a certain time. I used to be like willy nilly with that. I'm like, I'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. So now I've set my own personal boundary of like, I'm trying to get all my work done by three 30, four o'clock. Some days it doesn't happen. It's just not possible. But I used to not operate on any sort of schedule and it would be 9 p.m. And I'd be running up to my podcast room to try to write the description or shoot, even record a podcast that was due for the next day. And now I have a flow. I have organization. I have interviews pre-scheduled. I have a calendar. I abide by it. And it's like, oh yeah, in that not much time, I've got my time to get my show prep done and do a podcast interview probably for the coming weeks or have phone calls or Zooms or meetings that I need to have. But it's limited when I do connect with friends or people, which has got to be in the car. But then sometimes I have to be on the phone with my husband or my kids' teachers or different phone calls we have for them when I'm driving. And then I'm not really alone. And some friends, I want a little bit of alone time when I'm talking to them. So it's just making sure that I connect in some ways. And I don't like being that person that's like, hey, can you talk at like three o'clock? Why? Well, I don't know. It just feels weird to have to schedule that out. But I guess it's I guess I have to do that with my friends. Okay. I'm I've literally been playing phone tag to an extent with a friend trying to schedule a phone call because our lives are busy. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay, good. Thank you. I don't even know how we got here though. The quote for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been about 10 minutes or so, (laughs) but yeah, for not responding immediately. Yes. And don't take offense to it. That's one thing that I used to think, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. are they mad at me? And really it has nothing to do with you. Or they don't care about me. And that's a lot of times in life. They could be focusing on their kids. They could have new boundaries with their phone, which again, that's what it has come down to for me, especially at night. I want to hang out with my kids. Mm -hmm. I want to have meaningful dinner around the table, which we don't always do that, but we've had dinner around the table more this year than we ever have in the four years that we've been parents. 
and I see a difference in my kids when that happens, but no guilt if you can't make that happen. Because honestly, I don't know how some people make it happen all the time with the kids and their schedules and everybody's different all the time. And, you know, so she was about to be in high school. It's going to be even worse. And wait, is she in eighth grade? Yeah, she's going into ninth grade next year. Oh my God. And she's going to feel well, she's 15 now and she's going to start driving soon or at least her learner's permit. I feel crazy because I don't want her to get old. It's you feel very hard. I feel sad yeah. and I want her to stop growing. Yeah. Like I walked past her in the hall at home the other day and I was like, who are you? Where is the little girl that once was? Who is this girl in the house? Who is this girl? All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. Uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer 100% organic cotton and it's $49.90 it could retail 
for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Okay, I do have an email that I want to get into. Hey, Amy, longtime listener, second time emailer. My kids are six and three, and we also listen to the Bobby Bone Show. They chant Bobby Bones every morning until I turn it on. It's hilarious. But anyway, I feel like we may have been in a similar season, and I can connect with you and a lot that you share. I was wondering a few, well, actually four things. She, she said, that. Oh, wow. That was her play. Wow. There. Good yeah, job. Four things. Good job. First thing. What kind of bird seed do you recommend? I recently put up a bird feeder around my house and now I'm obsessed. My dad passed away a little over a year ago and there is one cardinal that hangs around in a tree where my three-year-old daughter says, grandpa hangs out. Keep in mind, we moved and my dad has never been to our new house. I know kids connect with spirits easier than adults, so who knows? I just want my new bird loves to have some yummy food when they come to visit. Also, if you have any recommendations about the different kinds of feeders or a field guide for identifying different types, I'd love to hear it. Just tell me all the things. Okay, well, first I would say your local pet stores will have a bird seed and you can just get wild bird seed, some that can be specific to your area. One thing that I've thrown into my feeder to attract birds is peanuts in the shell. They can crack it. So you're good. Like those whole Mm -hmm. in the shell peanuts, like how they come. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you said peanut in the shell, I got it right away. (laughs) You're very smart. You're very, you're very good at what you do. You're very educated. Very. very I know what a peanut is. So that's where you can start with bird seed or you can order some wild bird seed off of Amazon. I personally like just wooden square feeders. It doesn't really even matter the brand. Everyone has different price points, but mine are just wooden blocks with like a little mesh thing and then a tray. And it you just I just dump the seed out and I've got like a wire rod thing sticking in my yard and I hang the feeders on that. And they come and they visit me by my window and it's great. And when it comes to identifying birds, you can order charts off Amazon too. When my mother-in-law was staying with us a few weeks ago, she said, oh, where's your chart? I want to identify this bird. I said, oh, I know what that is. You don't need the chart. And now I just oh, wow. tell her the birds. I put the chart away because I- You don't even need it. I know all my visitors. So, and that could be a fun activity with your kids, especially since they're six and three, y'all can play bird bingo. <laughs> <laughs> and you, every time you identify a bird, it's like you, you get a point or, or you, you dob it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. It's like yeah. when you used to collect the like, quarters from every state. Yeah. Did you do that? 
I didn't. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I, I probably tried at one point and okay. then I was like, okay, I got Texas. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Done. Done. All right. Second thing in her email. Love eye patches. Thanks to you. Do you ever get breakouts? I've been hearing about pimple patches, but have no experience. Any thoughts? Well, eye patches, they're totally my jam. I keep them in my refrigerator and I wear them all the time and they do not break me out. Do they break you out? No, I've never gotten a breakout from that. I've gotten breakouts before, but I guess we all have different skin and that might depend on which ones people are using. Yeah. And I just get the cheap ones from Amazon. So try those out. I don't think you'll have a problem. And I have tried the pimple patches before. You know what she's talking about? Oh, they're the little clear things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I actually was cleaning out my bathroom because I'm moving and I found a pack that I had bought and I never tried them. But also I think they should come with like a warning that I think people forget that they have them on because I've had so many, not so many, but I've had a friend and then a couple clients, which is funny, that have come into session. I've been like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I put these patches on my face. And a friend, we like went out to lunch or something. She came back from the bathroom. was like, I forgot that I put these patches all over my face. Because yeah. they're clear. Yeah. You can't really see them. No, I mean, I've worn them out in yeah. public before. So maybe some people just might do it on purpose. So give them a go. Yeah. I have no idea for sure, for sure, if they're really working, but sometimes it's placebo. Effect. It feels nice to know that you're doing something. Mm-hmm. You and know? there's got to be something in there that's bringing down the inflammation at least. Sure. Obviously. Why, why not? Why not? Okay, third thing. I've recently realized I can't do it all. I have two small kids, one who's waiting on an appointment in Boston for a newly diagnosed immune deficiency. We've been dealing with the passing of my dad. I'm a teacher during a pandemic, among all the other things. I've recently gone half time at work so that I can support my kids more. My son goes to school that gets out much earlier than me and wasn't handling the long day and hours of the after school program very well. I love being able to pick him up for a play date at the playground or off the school bus. I have a lot of guilt though for the kids in my class who aren't adjusting as well to the new afternoon teacher, as well as for the fact that I'm not financially contributing as much as I used to to our family. I imagine with all you do, you can't do all of the things. How do you deal with that? And this, my friends, is where I bring in the therapist. (laughs) Can't take it away. Well, I was thinking about when you were reading that, I recently stopped teaching cycling. And one of the reasons that I did that, it was a accumulation of a couple of things. But one of the reasons I did that is because I also get stuck in the space of, I get really excited and want to do everything is where I get. And then once you get into something, then you feel like a responsibility to it. And I realized I can't do it all. And if I want to do the things that I'm doing well, I have to pick and choose. Because I guess technically some people might say, well, I can juggle this and juggle that. And it's like, well, what level are you really doing it at? Because maybe I have, let's just use this for an easy example. Maybe there's 10 things that I'm doing, but am I doing all 10 of those things at 10% so I can all fit them in? versus well, what if I'm doing three things and I can do all of those things at a much higher percentage and put much more energy to, and I can actually be more like satisfied with how I'm showing up in those things because I'm not trying to do everything. Yes. And that feels better to me. And Nikki, that's who the email's from. You are doing this so that you can focus more on your kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that you're thinking about your kids in the classroom. That's awesome. But your kids at home, this is something, this is time that is valuable and precious. And I had to alter the way I worked for my kids yeah, because I wanted to be intentional with that time. Yeah, And there was things that I had to, to move around and shift and it wasn't fun, but then it's been the best thing and that's mm-hmm. the priority. And there's things I've let go of financially too. Mm-hmm. You just have to listen 
to yourself Mm -hmm. and try to figure out what is going to be best for you and your family. And it sounds like you've got that figured out. And while you're not contributing financially, you know, I think your husband probably sees the value in what you're doing with the other things and that y'all will be fine. Yeah. And I have to add this because I think this is a part of it because I think a lot of people probably feel what you're feeling that our culture sends a message a lot of times that we can do it all. Our culture sends a message that you can have it all. I've seen become very toxic for a lot of people that go after that mixed with social media and how people portray them having it all and doing it all. They're not a lot of times sending the picture of the inside of their brain that feels all discombobulated because they're trying to juggle everything. They're showing the pictures of them succeeding at those things. So it messes with us. I don't know anybody who can do everything that they want to do all the time and do it at a good level. I don't know anybody. So there you go. I love that. Thank you for your expertise in that area. All right. Now on to the fourth thing that she shared. I would be curious to hear about how you handled your husband being in the military, especially during times when the world is struggling. My husband is a police officer who is also in the Air Force, and it seems like there's something new every day. I don't watch the news, but the news does seem to find me sometimes. He's going to be shifting from full-time civilian police to full-time military, and I want to make sure that I'm in the best place for myself mentally to support him. Okay, now a little backstory for anyone that's new. My husband was in the Air Force when we got married and he was in for seven years of our marriage. He was in 12 years himself, pilot, Air Force, full-time. And we spent half of that time that he was in deployed. And I say we, because he was the one there, but I was left back home. And so I think that's the first thing as he shifts into full-time. I don't know, deployment is different for whatever his position is in the Air Force or where he might be going, but just know that you've got to try to prepare for the separation and just know that's part of the job. He has zero control over that. It seems like since he's part-time Air Force now and he's a police officer, you know that his life is just not his own. End of story. Some things that he has to do or go or last minute things, it's not his fault. So if you take it out on him in any way, shape or form, that's just never going to be good. So that's where I say, start building your team now. You may already have some other wives that you are friends with or that are in your community, but who are those people? Identify them now and start pouring into those relationships and making those strong so that you can vent to them in a way and they get it because they know, or, or maybe you have to build it with someone who doesn't have a spouse in the military, but just someone that's a safe space for you to vent so that you're not venting to your husband who already has, or your wife, whoever it is, that has an extremely stressful job. To be in the military or to be a police officer, I can't even imagine the things you see and deal with daily that then to hop on a call with your spouse and then be met with like venting. My husband always said he appreciated that about us. I found other people to like share things with. and, And then I started to create a life of my own and I made sure that I stayed busy and I nurtured my life back here so that he could go do what he needed to do, especially as a pilot flying, he needs to concentrate. He's got certain missions. And he said that he would see other military people 
that would just be, oh, coming into work like, oh, I just hung up with my wife and blah, 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 blah. Or I just got off with my husband. I keep saying wife because that's my situation. I was the wife back home. And he said that it would stress them out. And then they, it was hard sometimes for them to focus because it's almost like you have to compartmentalize and be like, okay, well, got it. Can't think about that right now because I got to focus on this task at hand, this mission that literally lives are at stake if you're not in the right mindset. So share daily happenings from home. Like if he's going to be away, especially away from your kids, like sending little updates without him having to ask is great. Like I think photos and what an amazing thing that we live in the time that we do when we have people deployed in our lives. Because like my mother-in-law, her husband was in the Air Force and he was at Vietnam and they used to have to record on a cassette tape and then mail the cassette tape to hear each other's voices if they weren't able to do phone calls. And of course, there was no FaceTime. There wasn't email. There was snail mail, like handwritten notes. So we're very, very lucky to be in a time where communication, if it's allowed, you get to have that. Music is another really great way to connect. Like if he's busy, like sending each other songs that make you think of each other and just learning about what he's doing as much as you can and being able to talk with him about it. If he can, sometimes what they do, you can't know about, but I don't know, get curious. Mm -hmm. And then he'll feel like, oh, okay, she's a part of this. And maybe then he can talk to you about certain things. Again, this is him, her wife, husband, this could, all of this could be vice versa, but like maybe you try not to vent to him, but then you could be a space where he could vent to you. Kat, you're looking at me weird. Say that again. Okay. So I just had said, like, we need to try not to vent when they're deployed and doing certain things. But like, if he's able to talk on the phone Mm -hmm. or come home from work and vent to you, like, that's good. But also you have to have healthy communication. So I'm not saying keep all of your thoughts and feelings and frustrations away. I'm just saying use discretion, knowing where are they right now? Where does their focus need to be? is this really the right time for me to bring this up? Mm -hmm. Because their stress levels are already so high. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense because what you would be venting about, I thought it was helpful when you said a lot of their job is just out of their control and like that's it. A lot of times people will have frustrations about their spouse or their partner's jobs because of how they choose to set up boundaries around them, but this would not be that. This would be like they have no control over what they can say yes and no to. So when you're venting about that to them, they can't do anything about it. Exactly. So I, I do get that. And I think that actually is helpful because I have never lived that experience. Yeah. And I think that this could be interchangeable with other careers. Like if you're having some issues with time and connecting, just implement a few of these things that I've said. There's way more. But for me, the core things were making sure I had a life of my own staying busy, active, building friendships and community outside of my husband so that I had my support and I had everything wasn't just all about him. Mm-hmm. And my happiness wasn't contingent upon him because he wasn't around that much. Mm-hmm. So those are my little tips. The song one is good. Like that can brighten their day. Like just sending back and forth music. Music is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun way to connect. And then yeah, you just have to be realistic about communication. There's times my husband would leave for 60, 90 days and we couldn't talk once. What? And I would have no idea where he was. That's yeah. so scary. Mm-hmm. All right. To wrap up the email, she said, thanks for being y'all and sharing yourselves with us. Your podcast does make a difference to someone like me, just trying to survive all the things right now. Smiley face. Thanks for reading my ramble. Your friend, Nikki from Massachusetts. 
Shout out Nikki and shout out rambling. <laughs> we love a good ramble. If you ramble, you belong here. <laughs> that should be like part of like your tagline. Mm-hmm. If you ramble, you belong. Yeah. If you don't like Safe rambling, space then for ramblers. yeah, it's fine. Kat, where can people find you? On Instagram at cat.defada and at Uni Therapy Podcast. And that's the Instagram handle, but they should also listen to the podcast, oh. which is mm-hmm. You Need Therapy. Yes. And I'm Radio Amy on Instagram. Listen, Mother's Day's this Sunday. So if you haven't shopped, well, you can probably rush order something from Espoir. If you want to go check it out, this is probably the final, final day for you to get something in time that is an amazing gift that'll give back to the moms in your life and support new moms and babies in Haiti through Project MediShare and their maternity centers. We're trying to fundraise a lot of money to pay for $30 birth kits. We want to buy hundreds of $30 birth kits to pass out to midwives in rural parts of Haiti to deliver safe births and save lives. So shop espoir.com, E-S-P-W-A. Espoir means hope in Haitian Creole. Got it tattooed on my wrist. Mm -hmm. Both of my kids are from Haiti. It'll always be a place near and dear to my heart. So if you're looking for a gift, Shop Espoir has got you covered. Or you can give it to them belated. I'm just wondering with shipping. I don't know for sure when you'll get it, get it. But you might get it in time. You might do rush shipping. Or maybe you'll see your mom the week after Mother's Day. And you can be like, guess what? Got you a gift. (laughs) Better late than never. That's what I like to say. Mm -hmm. Okay, Kat, well, thank you for Mm -hmm. this episode. And I'm going to try to do the sign off, which is like, okay, well, that's our show. Thank Thank you. you. Did we do it? I don't know. It's okay. questionable. Every time. Yeah. Uh, it's up in the air, people. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. 
Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.